What's new, Em? Well, we've just returned home from an epic celebration. An epic celebration? The most epic of celebrations, because I don't know about you, but I've never been to a, a wedding reception at a zoo before. I haven't either. That was that was bananas. There and was we, elephants. <laughs> giraffes, elephants, and ostriches. Oh, my. Did we get an official ruling on whether they were ostriches or not? We did, because I saw them and they I were ostriches. I thought they were, too, but we had a third party that was saying they were they were not ostriches. Would you like to tell people what you're talking about? Oh, my gosh. Our co-host, Nate, Nathan Henderson, finally got his wedding reception after over a year of a delay because of COVID. He's yeah. been married a year. He just hasn't had his wedding reception. So, so we had a one-year wedding party. We had a glorious time of dancing and revelry at the Atlanta Zoo. It was great. It fun. was great. We it had was a great rehearsal beautiful. dinner, which was not a rehearsal because correct because everyone's already married. Yep, they got married in their backyard uh, in a little little quaint, beautiful reception in 2020. So we just got to celebrate them. Yeah, but it was super cool because it was way more chill than being at a wedding. <laughs> oh my gosh, so chill. There was no ceremony, none of that stuff. It was really just a party. Yeah, super super chill. So awesome where everyone time. got to dress up and have amazing food and drinks and see elephants. Congrats again to Nathan and. I guess official wife of the show, we're calling her now, Catherine. Totes. Um, and they are on vacation this week because Nate needed a vacation for the podcast. Man, I'm so jealous. Are you jealous? They are at our island this week and I wish I was there. I'm there in spirit. I'm having a morning beer in spirit with them as you do on vacation. Maybe that's just me. <laughs> What's new with you, Travis? What is new is... We have a new co-host here with us this I'm week. I'm so excited. Are you so excited? I am. Cameron Bissell is here. Uh, longtime listener, first time guest co-host. How are you, Cam? I'm pretty excited to be here, too. Awesome, man. <laughs> so glad you're here. You, you'll recognize Cam's name from, A, from the Cast of Blast group if you're on Facebook, but also from Cameron has written, what, four or five pieces at this point, I think, for us? Yeah. I think that's what's what's uh, come up so far. Yeah, and it's it, probably about that. Can I was you out. remind me like some of the pieces he's written? He wrote one about old Betsy, the muzzleloader, building yes. his own muzzleloader. Yep. When he forgot and painted, what did you use? The wrong wax or something on it? And uh, Yeah, it was linseed oil and it was not nearly enough to, you know, not turn into a swollen, rusted piece of hunting equipment. So. <laughs> <laughs> it, it like ran off while he was while it was raining. Oh no! He's got a great piece coming where he gets lost in the big cypress. Um, that's that's going to be epic. Everyone's going to enjoy that. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> he also wrote a piece called what 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 do we title that? The things the things we carry. The things we carry. Yep. About the stuff that you carry in your pockets, your knives, your your bags you carry, stuff like that, and kind of the sentimentality of some of them, the importance mm -hmm. of some of them. Did you write the first aid piece too? Yes. Yes. Oh, yep. Yes. That was me as well. That was such a great piece, Cam. And my cousin is an EMT firefighter and uh -huh. he gave his full um, support behind that piece. So I was like, oh, this is really quality work. Yeah, so. it really was. It really was. So really happy to have Cameron join us and we'll, we'll explain why he's with us tonight. But before we do that, what is new with you, Cam? Well, I, I suppose the first thing that is new is I'm here. Uh, <laughs> I've been wanting to to get on the podcast more than just my name for posing with ridiculous things in the woods or <laughs> in my room, I think is how most of you guys first saw me, um, or, or my grocery store. But, uh, but yeah, I'm 
I'm stoked to be here. Uh, we had talked about it a little while ago when uh, I basically fed Travis after he decided to go stomp around in Big Cypress. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, I, I, here we are. There's plenty more new with me, but that's that's the first new with me. We we uh, <laughs> what he's talking about initially there. If you remember last year, we did our uh, vintage hunting photos. Yes. Yep. Cameron is the only one that did those. So for like you're the, first the winner. Six weeks. <laughs> Well, we had a few, John Fury and some other guys got into it towards the end, but Cam, like yes. right off the bat was like, oh, this, oh, this was made remember. for me. It was, I was in the car on my way home listening to the podcast and I went, okay, I'm grabbing my stuff as soon as I get inside. <laughs> yes. And so awesome. So, so that podcast had dropped for like an hour and a half when I posted. Yeah. I got the picture, like the podcast wasn't even live yet. <laughs> <laughs> and Kim, yeah. Kim was, uh, well, we'll get to well, before we talk more about Cam, we're going to intro him, and then we're going to talk about a really fun thing that we got coming this summer, the book club. We're going to yep. we're going to talk about that some of this episode. That's why Cam's joining us. But before we do that, we do have to pay a bill, mm. and the first bill that we pay is for our good buddy Fletcher Hallett, Hallett Insurance, 904-315-5812. If you're listening to this and you have not called Fletcher yet to get your insurance quoted out, what are you even doing with your life? <laughs> also, allegedly, Fletcher Hallett of Hallett Insurance... And Amy Hallett, official wife of Hallett Insurance, will be at the Springs will this Saturday. At the Springs Road I just this coming saw, Saturday. I like, just saw. So that's that's a pretty big deal. By the way, we found that out. The latest and greatest gossip for Cast and Blast Florida is on Facebook at Cast and Blast Florida dash the group. There's literally a group, a community that we run on there. We plan events. We chat about current events. And that's how we found out that Fletcher Hallett will be at the Springs Run this Saturday. We also chat about things that matter not at all and things that matter a great deal it's the it's a beautiful pure corner of the internet if cam I just... is that your favorite group oh absolutely i i spend far more time on there than i should commenting <laughs> about various types of fruit that do or do not go on pizza there you go there you go so it, it's banality but it's also um there's a lot of heart to it so much is that a, is that a good way to I say it i feel like yes and, absolutely. and we've had some really hard conversations out there and really good discussions and deep discussions and i love that group because it's 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 the way the social media should behave mm-hmm. but <laughs> before to, we move on listen what are we doing are terrible listen no hurricane season is upon us yeah so if you live in florida which i'm assuming 97.9 percent of you listening to this do Give Fletcher a call. Let him look at your house policy. Let him quote it out for you. See if he can beat it. See if he can get you a better rate. See if you got the right coverage. 904-315-5812. You can call or text or you can email fhallett at hallettends.com. Emily, would they know how to spell Hallett? Double the L's and double the T's. Hallett for all your insurance needs. Yeah. Sorry, I should have. Cam was going to do the yeah. I should have got totally, Cam do the yeah. I was fighting every urge. <laughs> he, but I, didn't I saw him like move towards the. Do you have a musical background, Cam? Uh, no, I couldn't carry a tune in a bucket. Okay, yeah. well okay. then we're going to excuse you from we, the exercise. We dodged a bullet of, there. Of thank you rhythm. Even though this is an ad <laughs> on a regional podcast that my wife wrote. She's very protective of the musical and lyrical quality of Jingles it. Jingles stick with you, friends. As we know, Fletcher Hallett can attest. (laughs) It's important that they're right and that they're done right the first time. I completely agree with you. Even if they're made up on a podcast. All right, Cam Bissell. Yes. Who who is Cam Bissell? You're getting the the mini interview treatment here. Who is Cam Bissell? Fantastic. I was I've been thinking about these answers all day. Um, (laughs) I am a 
Florida transplant husband, father to three little explorers, I will call them for lack of a better term, because they have a, you know, ability to get into everything and anything. I wish I could see Kate's face. I know. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm basically, I keep double checking to make sure my door is still locked because two (laughs) of the three of them know how to unlock them already. Um, I am an adult onset hunter, um, fishing addict, uh, as I like to say, when I'm successful doing either of them, I like to cook. Um, yeah, that's I, I saw, just a kind of devout sportsman at this point. I saw you step up your meal game this past week with some triple tail. Was that accurate? Uh, you, you know, that was not personally harvested, but yes, I, I tried to. I took a, a Hank Shaw recipe and, and added my own little spin to it because I didn't have the time to make it the way he did. Was it good? Oh, it's phenomenal. I've never had triple tail. Triple tail's the our, best eating fish. In our life together, you've never caught one. And oh, I've, I've caught a bunch of them. them. I've just never given them to you. <laughs> never I fed would, you them. Yeah, I would like to say to our audience that it's super trippy to be watching Cam and Travis on the same podcast because it's like Travis, like Cam re- looks like to me like what Travis would have looked like around 20 years old. <laughs> Like, there you go, well, Kia. thank you, because I'm 30. Yeah, it's there a, you go. It's uh. a shout-out to, like, Caucasian hunting in America. <laughs> oh, like, my gosh. Blonde hair. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wide-eyed. I'm going to have to write a piece about this now. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh. Really smart, but really kind. Um, it's just, it's really <laughs> great to have you on the show, Cam. Travis has well, thank you. said so much about you, and I know you've been so active in um, writing and on the group for us. So it's great so, to have you. Yeah. So before we talk about the book club, because that's what we really uh-huh. want to talk about, is the cast. Yeah. What are we calling it? Cast and Blast? Uh, cast and Blast FL, the book club. Okay. We, we are awesome at naming things, are we not? I, I think that was, we got to keep it consistent. That's what it is. Consistency is key. Before we get to that, though, just to give people mm-hmm. a little more insight into how, how old are your kids? Uh, six, four, and one. Okay. So this is like you're giving us like the 45 minutes of quiet you're going to get today, right? Like this uh, is it. Basically, yes. Wait, yeah. can we get the breakdown of boys versus girls in that? Absolutely. So I have my six-year-old. My first daughter is Kennedy. Okay. Um, and then I have Zoe. She's my, my four-year-old redhead. Oh. And then... I've got, yes, so she's got all the attitudes in the world. Thank you. Um, and then I have Beckett, who's my year-old little boy. Okay. Um, awesome. So, so I've got the, I, I have a boy. So <laughs> I feel like that breakdown is fantastic because you have the firstborn. It's a girl. She's going to lead the pack. You have oh, the, gosh, yes. the baby is a boy. He's going to be the clown. Mm-hmm. And then you have your redhead middle child. Who's going to do exactly yes. what a redheaded middle child should do. Which is whatever they want. Whatever they uh, absolutely. want. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> okay. So we do. I'm, I'm going to give you the interview questions that we give everybody. The, the three big questions that we give everybody. I just to it. level set. Mm-hmm. Pineapple yep. on a pizza. Where are you at on this? Uh, when it's well executed. Yes. yes. Unbelievable. I cross all my I, fingers. Uh, I feel so know, alone I, in this world. It's, it's okay. You know, you can be that bastion of fruit. And salty don't go together. That I respect that. I don't agree with it, but it's your choice, and I I respect it. And you're wrong. I yeah, it is fine. That's that's another conversation. Little Debbie, favorite Little Debbie snack. I you know I was thinking about this today. It's probably going to be the the oatmeal pies. I mean the the that's pecan classic. spin wheels are pretty solid as well. But you know the oatmeal's it's always a Safe choice. All right. And boat snack or, or hunting snack? Because you do both. Um, yes. Uh, 
traditionally my my fishing snack is goldfish or as my dad calls it sushi um <laughs> and we can always throw a couple out as like an offering to the fish gods yeah, absolutely and uh and then uh, like jerky whatever gas station i'm at and whatever is closest to the register is usually usually ends up in my bag or in my glove box awesome those are solid picks man goldfish that's such a dad snack is it right? Yeah. Honestly, it's your kids' snack. You're just you just There's, happen to be near it. Hey, I need some snack. I'm going to the woods. What's in this yeah, pantry that won't expire before I get there? Oh, absolutely. All of my backpacks have like oh. applesauce pouches. I was. Oh my god, I'm so happy you said that because literally we just got home from a vacation in North Carolina and Travis has discovered applesauce pouches. I love applesauce oh, yeah. pouches, man. They're the bomb. I and didn't know that was a I've thing. been eating yeah. them for years because it's such like a clean fuel. Like yes. if you're out and he's like, yep. oh, these are delicious. I'm like, thank God you like something nutritious. Yeah. <laughs> Basically like a vegetarian now because I eat applesauce. Yeah. You're a vegetarian. Okay. <laughs> Practically. Cam, we're talking yes, about Cast and Blast Florida, the book club. Yep. You came to me with this idea. Like, so I, we, I did. did we tease this out like about a year ago that we were going to do a book club? Do you remember having that conversation? I don't, I'm having my sixth drink today. So let's, <laughs> let's assume that I don't remember okay. a year ago, but we talked so we, about a book club for this hunting and fishing podcast that I happen to be on in my life. Yeah. We're just going to mute I her for no a second. Idea. So Cam comes to me and he's like, what do you, how did you, how did that come up? You were like, what do you think about doing a book club? Yeah, I, I think it was exactly that. I just spammed you at some point in the evening. I was like, all right, let's, what about a book club? Is that something you'd be interested in? Because I, I had been thinking about it since you guys did the, the sportsman's draft. So last I think about year, last year. Yep. And, and my wife started a book club like uh, earlier this month. And I was like, okay, you know what? We're going to do that too. Uh, <laughs> what, what is your, what is your wife reading? Uh, at this point, she has been a voracious reader. I, like every time we go to the library, she grabs another two books. So you don't she started know. with Where the Crawdads Sing, and I have no idea what she's on oh my right God. now. My friend recommended that to me. I, did, yep. she, did your wife like it? Do you know? Or do you need to follow oh, yeah. up on that? Yeah, it was, it, it was done in like four days. Okay. That's going to be my next read. read. That I, I do want to talk yeah. about what I'm reading now when we get to that point with the book club. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but I, we'll, we'll revisit I know, it. Right I know that Nate's dad read. Where the crawdads sing. Yeah. So yep. That's like a. That's is like it a, raining? It is. It's pouring. Um, huh. So, why are you so passionate about this? Like, this is. You talk about that a little bit. Yeah, you know, it's um, one of the things that, how, however, I want to put it, I guess, just my kind of the the generational outdoor entertainment gap that I grew up in, um, and I'm not only a first generation Floridian, but I'm pretty much a first generation sportsman as well. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have um, like my, my dad or my grandfather or my uncle with a bunch of outdoor life magazines or anything like that. And so I didn't have any of those classic, you know, uh, Wellen or Rourke or Keith or, you know, any of the, the literary giants of the outdoor world. And I wanted to let people experience that. And then on top of that, I was recommended you know, a, a bunch of books kind of about Florida and there are things that no one talks about as, as someone who moved down here when I was in my twenties, I didn't know the history of, uh, you know, how, how wild South Florida where I live now was, um, you know, the pre 
production of beef down here is what started Florida, how long our ranching community has been here. Um, so they're, and they're just easy, easy transferable ways to learn about the natural history of this place and also just the, the morals and ethics of, of being a sportsman and, and the foundation of conservation. Do you have a follow-up on that? Because I have a follow-up. Go for it. What is it? Fire away. This is a deeper question. Yep. I mm-hmm. can't believe I'm going to ask this question with Emily having for it. like 19 drinks already. Yep. What is it to you, mm-hmm. because we share this, what is it to you about the written word? Like that's yep. a powerful thing, and, and it's something that I feel is lost in the mm-hmm. content-driven world that we live in. But what is it to you about that? Yeah, I, you know, I think when when you're engaged in in reading something it has your full attention you know i can't i can't listen to music i can't have a conversation if i'm reading something and so when you're uh, you know you're you're flipping through facebook youtube instagram you're you're watching something you know yeah some of those those messages those images may may resonate with you but i feel like when you when you read it there's something more internal mm-hmm. about it it uh, you know you can put your own mark on it um you tend to place yourself especially with some of the writers really place yourself there in the grass in the orange groves you know on a a rowboat in the gulf stream with you know, with a hand line, you know, hunting Marlin, like there's, there's just this deep, deep connection to the written word and kind of the artistry of that. Um, it just, it, I, it hooks me. I think I read, by the way, like old man in the sea when I was 13, I think I read it in about six hours, uh, when it was handed to me in English class. Um, so (laughs) yeah, no, it's funny you talk about that. And so, we had this conversation first time, I guess about six weeks ago about doing a book club. And then we had already scheduled to do the book draft, which aired last week. So it was like, it was like the perfect timing. And the other cool thing about this is the book club was something I was really passionate about doing. But I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm chasing a lot of rabbits right now. <laughs> so Cam was like, dude, I'm happy to do this. Let's let's let me run it. Let me set it up. Let me go with it. And I'm going to participate as a guy in cam's book club, but like we're going to let cam run with the, the wheels on this thing. So, um, first book is going to be a land remembered by Patrick D Smith. You know, that was, I will say on that personal note as well, this was the first book referred to me by, by someone just like you, you need to read this. This is the Florida book, uh, <laughs> for lack of a better term, Florida one Oh one. Yes, Florida 101. I'm pretty sure it's like a required reading in at least one college lit class, but I, I don't know. I never took one down here when I the uh, I, I know that it it was at one point mm-hmm. required. I think in middle school in in, oh, in yeah. our school systems, but mm-hmm. I don't know that they still require it the same way they no, used to. No, I've I still haven't read it. You've never read? No. Every, oh my god! So no. I'm like excited about the book club. Because I think I may just like <laughs> honestly join and participate as a first time reader of the book. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So that's fantastic. A Land Remembered is our first one. Mm-hmm. I know that recently you picked up another book. What was that? Something about Ochapi. Yeah. Uh, what happened to Ochapi? And I, I wish I had it next to How's me. How's right that now. going? It's in the other room. Uh, it's 
really just, uh, again, it's a place that I didn't know about despite being like 45 minutes from where I live. Um, and I actually ended up, I mentioned that book in another group and the author, um, commented on it. Wow. Um, it, like his family was one of the residents of, of Ochapi when it was a thriving town in the Everglades. Um, so th- that one, I, I hope to include in our, uh, you know, in, in, in the a, rotation here in a future iteration. So, so how's yes. this going to work? We're going to, we're going to pick mm-hmm. a book and hopefully do a book a month, depending on how long they are. Yeah, the book a month, I think, is a good standard. Uh, You know, most people can can consume a book in a month. Not all of the books on our list so far are really heavy, heavy reads. They're pretty, pretty easy to digest, Um, you know, and a majority of them are actually going to be the ones that we listed. I say we I'm including myself and everything you guys do right now. Uh, (laughs) Good, um, you should. Th- that that was listed in the book draft okay. uh, to make that easier. It's, it's kind of all listed out. Sure. It's a great, great combination of both Florida history, Florida literature, and and just sportsman's literature. Conservation as well. sportsman. Yep. The, the, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we pick a book. Um, yep. We're going to say, hey, we want you to have the book by such and such a date. And then yep. how are we going to meet? We're going to meet on a Zoom call. Is that right? Uh, that's the goal um, okay. is we'll set up a, a zoom call at a specific time and everyone can come and we'll, uh, you know, I'll, I'll have some questions prepared. And if anyone else wants to, to add their two cents about any topics or themes or something that interests them, it'll continue that conversation for frankly, as long as it wants to go on. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so first book is going to be a land remembered Yep. Uh, there is a there's a group you created. Yes. And I need to figure out how to tie that to the cast of last page. I haven't figured that out, mm. but I'll, I need I think yep. maybe I need to make you an admin and we can tie it together. I'll figure okay. that out this week, though. But uh, the good. first one is a land remembered. When yep. are you wanting to have the meeting for that? Have you have you kind of looked at a calendar yet? Um, you know, it's probably going to end up being somewhere like July what is that probably july 20 21st somewhere in there okay that gives you know from our we announced the book like you said about a week ago and we said hey i'm gonna give everyone a one week grace period to try to get this in and then we'll start reading through it from there cool um and and hopefully as that progresses into the the multi-weeks we'll be able to have it be almost you know cleanly one month to one month break from beginning book to end i uh, video i think it would be cool and I, mm-hmm. I, I, th- I think it'd be cool if we could somehow put a poll out there in that group because we've got yeah. a, we've got a group. And by the way, if you're not on Facebook and you want to be a part of this, mm-hmm. send myself a message and I can connect you with Cameron or send Cameron yep. a message. You can find him pretty easily, Cameron Bissell on on Facebook mm-hmm. or, um, yeah. like I said, you can get a hold of me somehow and we can get you in the group mm-hmm. or or in the the uh, book club. Yep. But something I was going to say is maybe we could put a poll out there. Mm-hmm. Kind of let some folks decide, like what's the next book we want to read, or or yeah. the next couple down the road, or mm-hmm. and then something else I thought was cool is uh, Patrick Smith has obviously passed away, but I know Rick Smith is still alive, so I, I thought we could reach out to him and see if he'd be interested in joining us for a discussion or something to that effect. Oh, certainly, um, that would be. So the the thing about Ochapi that would be cool if we could get the author yep. to join us for for a conversation about that. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited about this. I think it's another opportunity for us to connect. As a community, even though we're spread all over the state, you're in Naples, we're up in Polk County, um, 
we got people that are interested in doing this from Miami to Tallahassee. So I, I'm excited. I get a cool aside about that too, is um, my, my dad, who's my parents still live in Massachusetts. Uh, he joined the book club <laughs> as well because he wants to read all these. And so he went to the, the little town bookstore that we've been going to for as long as I've lived in, in that, not a big town where, where I live, you know, like we know everyone type thing. And, and he ordered A Land Remembered, and the woman behind the counter said, oh, you know, I just had another person in earlier this week who ordered it too. So wow. through some strange combination, someone else in the town that I grew up in is interested in the book that we've mentioned for two weeks now. Wow. It's That's a, awesome. It's the, uh, it's the power yeah. of the Cast and Blast universe, if you ask me. <laughs> oh, absolutely. It makes the world very small. <laughs> it really <Yeah>. does. <laughs> All right, Cam. So if they want to yes. find this, they can go to cat. Is it cast ampersand blast? Yes. FL. Yes, it is. Dash the book club. The book club. Mm-hmm. We are so good at branding. We're terrible yes. at branding. It we was, are not terrible. Well, I mean, the working title I had was a, a was off brand a little bit. So yeah, I, tell I me think about it that. was. Um, <laughs> well, I, I went with, of course, the self-deprecating humor that I'm a big fan of. And it was, I can read Cast and Blast Edition. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's kind of where my kids are right now in that, like, easy readers. That's you know, hilarious. I can read books. I texted Kim and I was so, like, what does this mean? I can read Cast yeah. and Blast Edition. And he's like, oh, that's a series that's out there for, like, Dude, young readers. I did not know that was a thing. You vetoed it? <laughs> I didn't veto it. I just didn't know what it was. That's no, freaking well, hilarious, know, just... Cam. <laughs> uh, we'll have plenty more, I'm sure. Yep. Cam, thank you so much for doing the book club. We're going to no problem. We're going to get into keep and release, mm-hmm. but before we do that, <clears throat> Emily mentioned earlier it's hurricane season. Nothing rhymes with Harold except peril. Boom! You you're just not going to write Craig a song. Are you? I want to, but I get distracted <laughs> by shiny objects. Any the bumblebees? Mine. Yeah. Uh, Long-time friend of the show, listener Craig Harrell, 863-559-3405. Yeah. This past week. Dude, my parents' roof is all jacked up to heck and back. And they called They got called insurance. They called Craig Harrell. And Craig was like, look, it sounds like your insurance is actually doing you right by this. You don't actually need me. But if you think anything comes up that's weird, you call me and I'll look at it for you. Boom. What a guy. Solid. What a guy. Mm-hmm. And look. so Emily's parents don't know Craig from Adam. No. They've never met and Craig. And he didn't know that they were your parents. Well, they knew they that I was your wife and they were related to you. Gotcha. But he. he Which is so, sounds so weird on the show. It's such a stand up. <laughs> like we're not married on the show. We're co-hosts, you know. <laughs> it's, where I was going it's is. true. Such a stand up. What when a you, guy. When you look at Fletcher, like, when you look at Craig, yep. like the ads of the people, carry Bible, the ads of the people we run, we really try to partner with character people. Yep. Um, and that we've eliminated some ads before from folks that we just didn't want to be. Oh, yeah. With. We just tell them we're not, we won't do it. But uh, that, that should indicate to you as you go into hurricane season, or if you have an insurance claim and you're worried about what you're doing on the claim, it's worth reaching out to Craig. 863-559-3405. Harold Adjusting Services, two R's and two L's. Can't steal the jingle, but two R's and two L's. Double the R's and double the L's. Harold will keep you from going through hell. No, you can't. I'm going to bleep hey. the ad. Uh, give, give Craig a call. Um, Cam is here, and I am going to let him go first on releases. 
what is we're, your release? We're starting my release um, is, and I'm sure everyone else who owns any type of sporting arm understands is ammo availability. Um, if <laughs> if you guys have seen any of my irreverent posts on Facebook or Instagram in general, I tend to collect really weird firearms. Really weird. So like. So currently my my shotgun is a 16 gauge, which was probably made in like 1960. So finding waterfowl approved 16 gauge ammo is nigh impossible. I yeah. think the, the one I found was like 50 bucks for a case of 20. Yeah. Um, somewhere around there. So it's uh, it it's I'm at the point that I'm researching how to make my own black powder for old Betsy. Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> Like that's where and also just cutting down and getting to, to escape the house for a couple of minutes while I go forage for supplies, I guess. <laughs> Didn't think of foraging for ammo as a thing, but yeah, I guess that is a thing. <laughs> we, when you're me, it is. We kind of lucked into it because we we've stockpiled for so long, yep. but man, like another duck season like this and we're going to be out of ammo. And like, that's, that's disconcerting with the way ammo prices are and ammo availability yeah. and like I see people scrambling even now. Do you have comments on yeah. ammo? Man, that ammo. That's yeah. <laughs> All I know is that case after case shows up at my door, and I don't, I don't know. Yeah, there's that's, nothing to worry about. I guess about that's there. our investment. Nothing to worry about. Our, there. My retirement nope. is in a gun safe. We're buying high and selling low. Actually, we're <laughs> buying high and and shooting it out of a barrel. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you want to do your mm-hmm. release next? I will do my release. I would like to just couch the fact that this is my sixth glass of wine um (laughs) again because vacation's over (laughs) that's Mm. i'm like delaying the inevitable like i cannot believe (laughs) that i have to get up at you know normal time tomorrow and be a human in the workforce again (sighs) that's That's a great release and i don't know that i want to follow that up it is rough and especially like i spent some time today going through the 576 emails that i got literally Mm. while i was off for a week so you're already back. But props to my team because I was able to like, they did not bother me. It was all good. You didn't like, get a single work call. I sure as heck didn't. And I, I actually, I, the only thing I had interaction wise was I sent my boss a referral. So good for me. <laughs> nice. I am. Oh, a referral for a, a, a hire. hire. Yeah. <laughs> I am releasing. This is, we're recording this on Sunday, and you guys oh probably boy. saw my post today. Everyone get comfortable. <laughs> it's coming. I am releasing my Green Mountain Grill pellet grill, and I am just. This is a dark day in the Thompson household. Mm. Here's the deal, okay? I'm a brand loyalist about things that I believe in, but I'm also not a brand loyalist when it comes to things that are just marketing machines. And so when it came down to time to buy a pellet grill, I did a whole bunch of research on it. And it really came down for me to Traeger versus Green Mountain because at the time I bought, Camp Chef wasn't really out and Pit Boss wasn't really out there the way that they are now. So it was really a two-horse race. And so I bought the Green Mountain Grill because a lot of people raved about their customer service and stuff. And their customer service has been great. The problem is I'm having to work on this stupid thing way more than I'm being able to grill on it. That's not my jam. Like this, we're talking about a grill. A grill. Like a grill. Like it's a grill. It is a thing that you put meat on and make the meat hot and cook it. And it's it it doesn't do the one thing it's supposed to do. And so they send me a rotor, what is it called? A turbine motor? A tur a, a 
there's an auger motor. They send me an auger motor. Did hmm. I have to like disassemble the entire grill? I got stuff hanging off edges and. <laughs> Who helped you? You helped me. I, I have to help him install. Emily this is, is one way of my favorite things. Yeah, about our marriage is like Travis is good at his things. I'm good at my things, but like I am always called into like boat motor mechanics, grill motor mechanics. Like that's my thing. <laughs> I love so much. It is not my bailiwick. So. It is still not fixed after what two hours spent on it today mm-hmm. under the hood of the grill. And I, it's just like, what am I going to do? So I'm, I'm releasing it when it works. It's a fantastic product. And I could just hear people like being, they're going to be like, Hey, you should have gone with the Traeger. You should have gone with whatever. Maybe I should have. I don't know. I don't really care. I just want the grill to freaking work. And there's no way this one doesn't work and has sold as many as they have. So I'm just, I'm frustrated about it. It's my release. I'm over it. I'm not over it. I'm far from over it. <laughs> you, you know how I feel about pellet grills, you know, you're, that, you're anti pellet grill. I, it, yeah. It, yeah. Do you, pellets are for rabbits and air rifles. Yeah. Wow. Um, He's anti pellet. Do you call them sissy smokers? Sissy grills. No, I, I'm not going to go that far with it. I just, I use wood. Cam, you're so That's polite. All. Yeah. I, well, I mean, there's one way I can get invited back, and that's probably not by insulting the hosts. So that is podcast guesting one hundred and one. I right I don't know. Travis likes people to fight with him. So all right, I know. Camp, let yes. let us talk about your keep. Alrighty. Well, uh, my keep was, or is, I should say, uh, deer scouting because I am. Um, still quite new to basically everything hunting related uh except looking snazzy i'm pretty good at that already <laughs> da- dapper but, uh, I, it's like brian gosling's am... little brother he is he's so cute <laughs> like baby but, uh, get it together right, wally uh, this is this is what's Six drinks deep. Look yes. like. All right. Sorry. Good to know. No, this we'll is really this. what I, just, I love everyone all the time. So yeah. it's what <laughs> except me most of the time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I I managed to to convince my wife that it would count as as physical activity if we uh, if we went out for a hike and it happened to be in one of the WMAs that I put in for for tags. So I basically used our five mile walk as just deer scouting the entire time. I, she lost me as I started following trails and chasing down. There were a couple of good size, you know, good size bachelor groups that I may or may not have pulled out my phone and recorded the the positions of so <laughs> drop some pins How, yeah do, just, do you guys a have a like apple watches by any chance uh my wife does okay. i i am not trusted with that much technology uh, that, the way you said like I, I could count that as exercise made me wonder because we have yes. we have that sort of discussion a lot between travis and i of like did you yep. get did you get an exercise minute while you were doing that did you get an exercise <laughs> minute? Which, let me I tell like you something let me tell you something i want to come back to deer scouting in a second as a date yep. But mm-hmm. we did a hike up in North Carolina. The, the elevation change was like 300 feet or I was feet. absolutely certain that Travis was going to die on that hike. <laughs> and I was 97% certain Emily was going to die on that hike. And no, she's in really good shape. I was fine. Okay. You, we had to stop because the terrain was iffy. And the, mm-hmm. dis- the discussion that happened was, you know, if Travis were to twist his ankle, what happens next? 
Because, like, obviously, I'm not carrying him out of there. It was more treacherous than she's making it sound. In that, no, it was. It was. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> downplaying the treacherousness of the hike. But where I was going with that was my stupid Apple Watch was like, "You've exercised. Did you stop no, your hike?" Yeah, this is what happened. So insulting. We put <laughs> we put on the Apple Watch that we're doing a hike on the activity tracker, and yep. it would periodically like thump us and say. It looks like you've stopped your hike. Would you like to stop your exercise tracking? And we were like, <gasps> screw Ouch. you, Apple Watch. We're 45 <laughs> minutes into this hike and we've gone half a mile. And you're asking yeah. us if we haven't moved. Yeah. It, it's just because your heart stopped that it thought that you stopped Jeez, doing that. It was all. very yeah. insulting. It was pretty insulting. Man. Sorry. Okay. Anyways, back to deer hunting. So did your wife, what I want to know is, did your wife buy the, this Counted as a date and exercise, and and you got deer scouting in on it. Um, I she was with it up until the point that I stopped talking to follow tracks mm. across the mud. I I think that's when she was like, "Okay, he's completely full of it." What What do um, we call it? Wildlife Tourettes. Wildlife Wild. Tourettes. Yeah, that's what we we I have like t- we've termed it wildlife Tourettes when you become so engrossed and distracted that nothing else matters. Emily can be like. Pouring her heart out. Yep. Like, I really think they're going to fire me at work. And I'm like, hey, Sandhill Cranes. Yeah. What was yep. that, babe? Oh, Black yep. Belly Whistling Ducks. Yeah. Like, it's yep. just. It, it's really, it's really great. It's wildlife. It's, um, <laughs> do you want to do. It's a special relationship. I'm going to do my keep. I'll do my keep. No, I'll do mine. And we'll do yours last. Because yeah, okay. yours is book related. Oh, great. Because I know, I know right. you want to do it Go last. Go for it. Um, mm-hmm. My keep is actually. First ever. So we went to North Carolina last week. <laughs> we certainly yep. did. I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> my, here's my keep. No, this is my keep. I have caught a number of freshwater trout in my life. Mm-hmm. But I have always wanted to catch them on my own. So I've already I've, I've caught trout in farm ponds before. I've caught trout when I was a kid with my dad, like on vacation, we'd go catch them on like salmon eggs or whatever. Yep. Um, And I've caught them with guides and or local guides, like, like people I knew that were in the area that took, but I wanted to catch my own trout. And so I kind of set that as a goal for this week and made it, I I accomplished it. And I'm really proud of that. That was my keep. Super cool. (laughs) Like I've never, um, I caught my first brown trout. I'd never caught a brown trout before. So mm-hmm. I caught my first brown trout, and he was good sized. Emily didn't come to see it, but no, he was good sized. I saw the pictures though; he saw was the huge. Pictures. Will yep. Will had to take the pictures, and Will, bless his heart, took the picture, and like my head was gone in one of them. <laughs> I told him to take a picture of the fish, and he took a picture of the fish. Uh, but I also <laughs> caught the word. Also caught a brook trout, so that was pretty cool. I've caught brooks before. But the that brook was, trout was yeah. really pretty. They're beautiful. It had pink spots mm. on it. That was cool. Beautiful. So that's my keep is first first time ever DIYing trout. Like some people are going to listen to this and roll their eyes, but I thought it was fun. I thought it was cool. I thought it was different. Um, so that's my keep. That was awesome. Yeah. It was nice to watch. I caught a trout also. Emily BT caught. Dubs. She caught a brown trout <laughs> as well. Yep. In our in our top secret brown trout hole. Yep. That we found. What is your keep? Okay, my keep is a book. Um, maybe it'll be part of the book club someday. <laughs> it's called Dust Tracks on a Road: A Memoir. And it's by Zora Neale Hurston, who wrote "Their Eyes Were Watching God." Have, did you have you read either of these books? 
No, no, I'm okay, not. So, so I'm, I'm I, listening enthusiastically yeah, here. Yeah, so I came across this book. I talked about this a couple episodes ago, but um, there's an mm-hmm. artist, a Florida local artist that I love. Her name yeah. is Blair Updike. Yep. And so I started following her on Instagram, and she's been posting about this book. And so Zora Neale Hurston has um, a lot of experience growing up in Florida. So this book is about from like the 1920s, 30s, and 40s, her experience growing up as a young black woman in Florida. And it is fascinating like her take on all things Florida all of her uh takes on race growing up in Florida um being a female growing up in Florida and becoming a writer and all the people who empowered her along the way it is such an amazing book and I will say this some of her takes like you mentioned her takes on race some of those are not what you would expect they, no they, they are were. so refreshing and um, chapter 10 is about literally growing up in Polk County, Florida, which is where Tra- <laughs> Travis and I yep. both grew up. Yeah. And she says that's like the the first time she thought she was actually going to die, which is hilarious if you grew up in Polk County because it's so fitting. Um, but anyway, it's I'm, I'm halfway through it, but I'm still highly recommending it. Uh, I'm going to finish it. But I think it would be such a fun read for the book club eventually if you wanted to include Zora, it, Cam. Yes. Zora Neale Hurston is, I, I want to say one of the, Their Eyes Are Watching God is one of, like that was a required book to read in high school for yep. me. And oh, yeah. it's still like considered, I'm going to say a top 10 literature piece, top 20 literature piece of mm-hmm. all time. Like it's, and it's all about, it's it's also about growing up in Florida. Particularly, yeah. I, I yeah. think it's Eatonville that yes. she talks about in, in Their Eyes Were Watching yep. God. All right. It's been so long since I read that book, but really she's she's a fantastic writer she is it's so easy to read and um i don't know it's it's really fascinating for me especially like when you when you set her experience growing up in florida with where we're at today culturally with Mm -hmm. all of the racial upset and all the different things and like to hear her take on how it was back in the 20s and 30s and 40s yeah is so refreshing and eye-opening and enlightening i would just I would highly recommend it. So I love and it, it would not be, I'll tease this. It is not what you it expect. It's not what be. you expect at all. Still very, very interesting take yeah, on it. It's, so. a, it's a fascinating listening to you. Like you've read me some excerpts of it and I want to read that book when you're done with it. Yeah. Totes. Like, and I'll tell you the other thing is it took you about two days to get it into it. It took me about 50 pages to get into it because the, uh, like the way that she writes, it just took me a while to be able to like, cause I'm a pretty, I've been reading, I'm a love reading. And so like, I'm a fast reader typically, but, yep. but picking up her voice and the way that she words things, it took me a minute. Mm-hmm. So once I finally got it, I was able to start making some progress, but it took me about 50 pages. So I feel like we have, I feel like we've covered everything. Cam, do you feel like we've covered everything? I think so for my, you know, your debut foray in yeah, my <laughs> debut. Exactly. My premiere performance. I'm, I'm happy. I, I think I covered just about everything. I'm sure well I will said. have cams happy far more. If cams happy, everybody's happy. Cam, <laughs> would you like to close out the episode with Nathan's signature in honor of Nate in, mem- in memorial of Nate? <laughs> I will. I will do my best. Stay woke. Thanks for listening to Cast and Blast Florida Podcast, serious outdoorsmen who don't take themselves too seriously. As always, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if you can figure out how to do that. You can check out our store at castandblastfl.com, click the shop link, or you can join us on Patreon. The link is in the show notes. The very best thing you can do for us, though, is to invite someone else to listen to the show. Recruit us a new listener. 
We hope everyone has a great day and enjoy the dulcet tones of trail divers as they take you into your week. <laughs> <laughs>